The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager, only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Hey, Giant fans. Welcome to the Giant Insider Podcast. My name is Jerry Foley. I am the senior editor of the Giant Insider newspaper. And with me, as always, is the beat writer, the man of the people, the heartbeat of Giants Nation, Chris Bizzignano. Chris, before we get started, I want to give a thank you and a shout out to the Media Captain for sponsoring our podcast. The Media Captain offers web design and digital marketing services for small and medium-sized businesses. The owner of the Media Captain, Jason Parks, is a big-time Giants fan and would love to help your business grow its online presence. Visit TheMediaCaptain.com for more information. Once again, that's TheMediaCaptain.com. Twitter account, at TheMediaCaptain. Buddy, uh, it's uh, Jets-Giants week. It's been an interesting day, to say the least. Mm. A couple of shout-outs from Evan Roberts and Carl Banks on WFAN for the Giant Insider podcast for some of the good work uh, that you do, uh, in all honesty, some of the tweets you put out today. Um, You know, tonight is, uh, is Twitter Thursday, but it's Friday night. We got a we got a record, buddy. A hundred and nine responses to wow. send in your questions. I've gone through a lot of them; they're hilarious. But um, I guess we'll get to like a hundred and five of them, <laughs> give or take. <laughs> 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 um, but I know that there's a lot of stuff on your mind uh, from the Dallas game and from some of the the, the, the pressers that that occurred this mm. week. And you asked some interesting questions, some really good ones, buddy. I got to give it to you, man. In, in all honesty. No. You do a Thank hell of a job, and, and and for Giant fans out there, if you're a Giants fan, um, I really believe this. I, I think Chris asked some of the best questions of this organization. So, buddy, um, the floor is yours. Well, well, thank you, bud. Um, yeah, it seems like Evan Roberts kind of shared the same concern that I did, right? Yep. Though in a week, um, you know, Evan had called Banks on today in a fan, and and the subject of Janoris Jenkins came up. Yeah. You know. Um, and, you know, Evan mentioned us and said, you know, those giant insider guys were, you know, they asked a legit question to Shermer and he gave them, you know, a ridiculous answer, yeah, you know? Yeah. Now, look, <clears throat> I'm at practice Wednesday. We'll get into the whole thing, I guess. We'll start off with Wednesday, okay? Mm-hmm. And I go there and we're allowed 15, 20 minutes, the media, for each practice. Um, and there was no music going on. Very quiet. Mm, serious, I put this on, I put this on Twitter, yeah. okay? Mm-hmm. 
a lot of people don't see it on Twitter, whatever it might be. A lot of people listen to podcasts, haven't seen it, whatever it might be. Um, so that's very odd. Uh, there's always music at practices, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, he, you know, all kinds of music they play for these guys, okay? So I thought that was a little strange. Uh, I put it on Twitter. What are we getting serious now and all that? You know, um, <laughs> you know, Betcha, Betcha is yelling out some, he's barking out jet stuff and this and I hear him, you know? Yeah. Then I find out that Shermer had a closed door meeting with the players, mm. kind of read them the riot act a little bit, yeah, threatened jobs, mm. and basically said, "You guys better win. You know, you got to win this game. You know what I mean?" <clears throat> now, <laughs> I get a couple things out of that. One, Shermer's really getting worried about his job security. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, dude, that's projection. No, Pat, you have to win this game. But go ahead, sorry, right. buddy. Um, no, no, no. Okay, jump in, bud. Um, <laughs> Um, I right and number two. Now this is the, this is my problem. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And obviously Evan Roberts agrees because Evan brought it up today on the fan. Okay. Mm-hmm. And if Mike Francesa brought it up, I'd be like, oh, Mike's just pasting material because Mike's a buffoon. But Evan <laughs> is what I question, as we mentioned before, the smartest guy on the fan. Yes. Sports wise. Yes. He's without question the most I- knowledgeable guy on that radio station. And, and you know it by the by the fact that he talks about somewhat obscure players on other teams that I have to sit well, there and think, wow, I don't even know who that guy is. But, well, you know what? Um, Evan gets me on baseball. I'm a huge baseball fan, as you know, Jerry. Yeah. And Evan Roberts is a huge baseball fan. And he'll talk about, like, middle relievers on the Mariners. I'll be like, yeah. Evan, who the hell are you talking about? So that's how good Evan The point being, that's how knowledgeable, knowledgeable Evan is. Yes. Okay? Yeah. So I find out about this meeting, and I'm saying to myself, Jerry, Pat, are you kidding me right now? It's nine games in. Now we're going to crack the whip? Yep. Now we're going to threaten guys with jobs? It's too late. That ship has sailed, my friend. Yep. That's gone. Yep. You should have did this stuff when Janoris Jenkins was getting toasted by Mike Evans back in the day. Get his butt out of the game. Yeah. It took eight games before... Grant, before they finally decided to say, Grant Haley can't cover anybody. Let's get him out of there. Season's over, Pat. I've been calling for Ballantyne before the concussion for weeks, right, yeah. Jerry? Yeah, yeah. Get him in there, right? I had a fellow media friend of mine, you know, a fellow media guy, and I mentioned that weeks ago about, get Haley out of there. And he was like, well, who are you going to put in there? Oh, how about Corey? Oh, uh, well, you know, he's not a slot guy. What are you talking about? Make him a slot guy. Yeah, wait, what are you going to put in there? We drafted nine cornerbacks. Come yeah. on. <laughs> yeah. So guess what? Haley gets yanked, and who's in the slot? Corey Ballantyne. Yeah. I thought the kid held his own, made some mistakes, but he held his own. Yeah, absolutely. Six targets, four receptions, which is about nine times better than Haley's been all year. Okay? <laughs> so now, I, you know, Jerry, I've mentioned this before, two and seven, Two and four early in the year. Guys are playing ping pong. Guys are doing this. Yeah. Guys are playing that stupid bean. And it bothered me. Yeah. If you're four and two, you're six and two. Guess what? Nobody gives a crap. And I, and I can attest to that, guys. That's not something we brought up on the podcast, but that stuff Chris would say to me on the side early in the year and saying, there's just a little bit of a country club thing going on in that locker room right now. Right. Which is fine, Jerry, when you're winning. Right. But when you're losing, it's not a good look. Right. Okay. So now Sherman decides he's going to what? Crack the whip? And now, listen, Shermer shows one side of himself, Jerry, to mm-hmm. us yeah. and the fans. Mm-hmm. I, I know that. Right. I know he's a whole other side to the players. But, but Jerry, 
nothing hits these guys more than what? Accountability. Right. When, when you could be, uh, you know, you could you could have a coach saying, "Hey, you got to do this better. I'm gonna crack, I'm gonna crack the whip on you and all that crap." But you're still playing every snap, even though you can't cover a guy or you miss tackles or you know what I mean. To me, the player's gonna be like, "Well, okay, let him yell. Well, I'm not coming out." Yeah. Now I'm not calling for Janoris Jenkins to be benched for the rest of his life as a Giant, but as I pointed out numerous times, when you're struggling against a receiver or getting torched. Early in the year, how do you not get him out of games? Now, that's one thing. Mm-hmm. Guys have tough days as corners, right? Yep. It happens. Now, what happened last week against the Cowboys is a whole other subject. What subject is that, Chris? Okay. Half ass tackling, half ass effort. <laughs> We've seen this from Janoris before, haven't we? Yes. Okay. We saw it in San Francisco. It's 2017 when he checked out when McAdoo was the head coach. Mm. Not saying Janoris check it out. He's had good games, Janoris. He's he's actually got like a 50% ratio, percentage, excuse me, um, in coverage this year, which is excellent for a corner. Okay? Now, his missed tackles is a major concern. Now, there's missed tackles, Jerry, and then there's I really don't feel like tackling. Right. Okay? We saw that. And forget about the Blake Jarman. Everybody thinks about the Blake Jarwin play. Everybody's forgetting about the Michael Gallup play. He did it twice. Okay, Baker gets. Meanwhile, Baker gets credit for a giving up a touchdown. Yeah, I think I think I think people forget about the Gallup one, Chris. You're yeah. right because the Jarwin one looked so much worse. But you're right. You're mm-hmm. absolutely right. They are. They were both half-ass efforts. Yes. And, and, but and the best part, if you, if people who are thinking that, you're right, Jerry. They are. But the Jarwin one was actually more of a difficult tackle because he was actually kind of coming off a block, you know, a little bit, yeah. and he kind of just threw his arm out there. The Gallup one, there was nobody. He just missed him. Yeah. Okay? So when you see that effort on the field, I mean, if you don't become enraged by that as a head coach, I don't know when you do. So now you're, so now you're going to start saying, oh, you know, I'm going to threaten jobs? Pat, it's too late for that, bud. It's over. And if you lose Sunday, you're over. Yeah, because the only, the job that's going to be threatened is his, man. That To me, that's just complete and utter projection. That is a guy who knows his days are numbered if he does not win. And for him to do this now, we got to be we got to win this week. You know, accountability blah blah blah. Like you said, man, where the hell was this at 2 and 4 when when the season was still there? After you Okay, everyone expected him to lose to the Vikings and Patriots, but then he lost to the Cardinals, the Lions. Mm-hmm. And we said, mm-hmm. look, if you're four and four going against Dallas, season's alive. Now mm-hmm. you're two and seven. It's nothing. You're done. What the hell yeah. are you getting all hard now for? This just, this reeks of McAdoo, man. This, this is, look, a lot of what Shermer did is not McAdoo, but this does. It's that whole, I'm going to be your friend. I'm going to be, uh, I'm going to be the coach that loves you. Kind of like the, the idiot with, with the Mets. Uh, you're the bigger baseball fan than me. Callaway. Yeah, yeah. Callaway. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna be there for my for my mm-hmm. guys, fine. But then you have this country club attitude. You can't be their friend and then all of a sudden come down real hard on them like your general patent now. That doesn't work. It doesn't work in coaching, it doesn't work in business, it works in no facet of life. That's never been successful, man. And it's just desperation now. He knows his days are numbered. Um I, well I, I don't know. Yeah, I I, I think he's in total fear of losing this game. And he right. knows if he loses this game, it's Jerry, over. his days are numbered. Right. 
You know what I mean? Well, I, I was yeah, even Chris, even if they win and mm-hmm. they go and they, you know, th- there's three more winnable games on this schedule. Right. Miami, Redskins, and... Yeah, he and, probably and, buys himself another year, Jerry. Yeah, but but with drastic changes. Like, mm-hmm. okay, your staff goes away. There's a lot of guys mm-hmm. on the staff that's got to go. You can't call plays anymore. And at that point, Sherman may say, I can't coach that way. So it's going to be over. I'm just saying, even if they win, right? you know, 4-12 and 12 may not get him back, at least in the same capacity he's in now. That's all. Right. Um, well, there could be changes, no question about it. Including him. Who yeah. knows? Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but you can't, like, I, I just laugh when I hear this. Like, now we're going to get serious? Right, right. You know? And and, and it's not a matter. Listen, Jerry, I, I didn't I didn't want, when I asked the question, which seems to be catching a lot of steam all over the media, right? Mm-hmm. I didn't ask the question, like, well, I didn't want Sherman to say, yeah, Jenkins looks like an absolute buffoon out there. I'm going to bench his, you know what? Yeah, watch right. what I do to That's not what, that wasn't my intention. Right. My intention was, coach, it was obvious, you know, what did you think about that effort? And, of course, he always gives that cover answer and all that. But there's what, nothing. What exactly was his answer? Well, no. Uh, it was a, a Jarman play. Was a, he was full steam ahead, Jarman, on it. And, he, no, he gave an effort. That's, yeah, that was his answer. And, and see, there's, there's an easy way to do that, right? And this is, this is where you endear yourself to the fans. We spoke about it behind closed doors. I'm not going to comment on it. That's it. Then fans say, okay, he's a little more stern. And this is, what, this is what, how Shermer's his own worst enemy, right? You, I agree that you, you can't be the same in front of the media that you are behind closed doors. You can't, but you have to no. give answers to let the fans know that you're under control. Cause when you say that you sound like an idiot and you just sound like and, you're making excuses. Right. And, and, but you could have gave him an honest answer. Yeah. I didn't like it. Right. And I talked about it. You know, I said, every, I, right. everybody would have been happy. But I even, mean, even, I'm saying, even, to... even if he said, we discussed it behind closed doors, we'll leave it at that. Jerry, Good. Done. Jerry. Yeah. Jerry, he still doesn't quite understand this New York media market. Right. You can't give answers. This isn't Kansas, dude. When you're two and seven and you give an answers to a guy who has a reputation for doing that, okay? Hey, Pat, little, listen, here's a little memo to you. The fan base is enraged by what's going on. And when you give a jerk-off answer like that, they're enraged even more. Okay? This is New York. I hate to tell you this. This is New York. You can't give answers like that. I'm not saying throw a guy and make him like an idiot. You can't give answers like that. Jerry, listen to me. When he gave me that answer, I could have been a real wise you-know-what and said, so what are you saying, coach? You you have no problem with that effort? Is that what you're telling me? Right. And and trust me. Other other guys would have. I would. I was just going to say he's lucky I'm not a wise guy because trust me, some of my colleagues in the media room would have. Yep. Yep. No question, yep. would have. Okay. Um. So, I don't. You know, this whole I'm going to get tough now and this and that. What's next? The ping pong tables out. All this out. The corn. I mean, are you kidding me, man? That ship has sailed. Forget it. <laughs> We're going to replace. Uh... Ping pong with chess. Our players well, are gonna. Well, our players are gonna think now, baby. Well, uh, well, you know, and you know, stuff coming out. DeAndre Baker actually admitted that you know he really is not into. He should be in a playbook more. Oh, it's so bad. Okay, that's such a bad look on Gettleman too, buddy. It, it's a bad look on Gettleman. <sighs> okay, the kid hasn't been that good as a corner this year. Yeah, uh, and he's just a rookie. Don't get me wrong. You know, there's plenty yeah. of time for him yeah. to blossom. Yes. but not a good look. No, right? No. And then people see that and people, excuse me, people read that or they hear about it and they say, well, what the hell's the head coach doing it? This kid's not even, you know, you know what I mean, Jerry? Right. Right. Because, and, yeah. 
Go ahead, go ahead, bud. No, I was going to say, yes, you're right, uh, the, the coaching. And this is, the, this is the, the wild card of the draft, right? This is the unknown factor, right? You see all these college guys playing. You just don't know what's between their ears mentally and maturity-wise, right? And that's why they have, oh, what's the Wonderlick test? Why do they have that? Well, this is kind of why, right? They do all these weird tests on these guys to see what their work ethic's like. This is why you do all the background checks on these guys, because you're investing a lot. We traded up into the first round to get DeAndre Baker. Now, I've been a supporter. I've been a defender of his. But when you hear that, you think, guys, did you do your homework on this guy? Has he always been lazy? What the hell? You had three first-round picks. You can't get them wrong. And by the way, we'll get into next year. You you, you need nine new players that you got to get all right. So you can't get these picks wrong. And, and that's just, I think that's as much of a bad look on Gettleman right now too. Yeah. And Gettleman, you know, better hope this kid has a strong uh, seven games here. You right. know, Jerry? Yep. Because he's been mediocre the yeah. first nine. Yeah. And then this comes out, right? And yep. you say, what the hell's going on? Right. Now, don't get me wrong, Jerry. Mm-hmm. He's only, what, 21? Yeah, 20, whatever he is. yeah, I mean, I was an idiot at 21, 22. I agree. Right. right. Uh, I'm still an idiot. I'm 53. Right, I'm 44. But he's a kid. Yes. He, you know, he's a kid, and a lot of times it takes a few years for kids to mature and realize where the hell they are. So right. he's just a kid. We're not, nobody's giving up on DeAndre Baker. Not okay? at all. Right. He's got a talented kid. He's going to have to grow up, but he's going to have to grow up fast, Jerry. Yeah. He. What these rookies don't understand right away is that, you know, the four or five-year veterans they play with, Jerry? Mm-hmm. Guess what? Mm. They have families. Right. They have kids. Right. This is how they put food on the table. Yep. So if you think a Golden Tate is going to stand there in a locker room, a guy with kids and all that, and then some kid who just came out you know, uh, out of college decides he's not going to put the work in, and they're going to cost them games while Golden Tate, they're not going to, they don't stand for that crap, Jerry. Right. Yep. You know? And, and, and Sherman knows everything that's going on. So what are we doing here? What are we doing here? Yeah, I understand. I, I, you know, he's got a whole other side to him, Sherman, and he's, I'm sure he's fiery behind the scenes with some of the players and all that. But you want to be accountable, Coach? You really want to get their message? You want to get your message across? Sit down there, you know what. <laughs> Chris, do you know who is a mature player, a young player on that team? Julian Love. Nothing? No, I'm sorry. Try to try to try to bring some humor to it, buddy. You're trying I'm sorry. to enrage me even more. <laughs> no, I'm just trying to bring some. That'll humor. be the next guy now. All of a sudden, he'll be in there. Oh yeah, no, he's ready now. You know, <laughs> he's mentally ready. So let me get this straight. He wasn't mentally. Julian Love's not mentally ready, but DeAndre Baker was. Oh come on, guys, lie to us. At least gave us better lies than that. I'm just curious to see what happens Sunday when Sam Beal is back. Yeah, like we haven't seen him play in two years. I, I'm hoping. I want to see. No, good. I, I'm curious to see what reps he takes. I yeah. want to see if he takes over Baker, or if he takes over even Janoris a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so, they, they might as well have him play uh, taking Janoris's because Janoris isn't coming back next year, right? I mean, I, no I, cannot, I, I cannot imagine him being back with that salary cap number. No. They free up like 8 or $11 million or something. Yeah, I can't, I can't see him. Now, listen, Janoris hasn't been that bad this year. Don't get me wrong. Right. He's been pretty good. But you see games like last week – and some stuff, and you say to yourself, all right, is he we're going to bring him back at fourteen million? You know, I was going to say he's been up and down. You know, he's been better than not, mm-hmm. but then he does mm-hmm. things like that where he just he has yeah. the game like he did against Tampa, and then he does things like he did Monday night where he just like this is not the future. You can't have guys like this. These right. are overpaid guys, and and this goes back to what I said the other night, man. And I, I fear with all this money we have that Gettleman's going to do this whole well, we got to win, and we're going to overspend in free agents. I just hope we're prudent. 
we need so much. I just hope we don't do what Reese did and bring in guys and, and yeah. cripple the franchise with uh, by the salary cap. Yeah, because, Jerry, history has shown us in free agency. Free agency is not the answer. One or two guys, yeah. Right? Yeah, you know, but, but, Corsi did it the best. Right? Go ahead. Corsi, you know, Plax, Pierce, um, uh, you know, and then early on in, in Jerry Reese's career, he, he brought in guys like Kavika Mitchell, guys that were complimentary players that were pretty good. Now, Kavika Mitchell only played one year, but, um, you know, Reese started off okay in free agency early on, and I'm, some other names are escaping me, but the two big ones that, that uh, oh, uh, what's his name? Of course, he also brought in Sean O'Hara. You know, we got Rich Sorbet out of college, who's a free agent, doesn't count, but Kareem McKenzie, he, he had vital pieces that he brought in, and he, was, he seemed to be the best at it. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. It's, uh, yeah, you don't want to go crazy, right? Right. And not, uh, and not overspend too much. Even listen, with, even, by the way, even Plax, dude, they let Plax, remember that? They let Plax walk out the door when Drew Rosenhaus was his agent. They let him leave because he was asking too much. Plax came back. That's negotiation, baby. That is incredible. The, that's, that's the whole thing at Wolf of Wall Street. <laughs> the, the person who talks next loses and Plax lost. I, I just, I think of that, like, imagine that, like, they didn't want to sign him. They only wanted to use a certain amount. He left. He's the one that came back, man. Good good for a Corsi on that, bud. Yeah, yeah. So, uh... Not very little about the Giants gets me excited these days, so I have to go back to, you know, 2005. <laughs> <So>. Yeah, <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> so, anyway, um, I don't know. Let's see, you know, after nine games, going into the bye week, then threatening to make changes, That that's too late for that. There's, you know, there's, there was a lot of situations this year where he could have made some changes, sit sit out a few series, send messages. Yeah. You know, never happened. So yep. we'll see what he starts does against his Jets Sunday. Um uh, you know, or after the Jet game in a bye week, whatever he wants to do. Um but I found that pretty funny when I read that, Jerry. I, I really did. So but, so I, I got the text about Evan Roberts and I looked on Twitter and all of a sudden we had five new followers. It's just funny when you get a cluster, like five, ten new followers, whatever. Right? Like, hey, thanks, Evan Roberts. Good job, buddy. So seriously, thank you, Evan Roberts, for, uh, you know, he's given us more press than, uh, than anybody. And he's the man. So uh, good stuff by him. And uh, it's, it's easy when you agree with the guy, too. It's not like Francesca's doing it where we, we would feel like we're selling our soul to the devil. <laughs> like, if Francesca's <laughs> telling people, you guys got to listen to the Giant Inside a podcast, I'd be like, oh, God, I feel so dirty. But when Evan Roberts says it, it's like, ah, oh, I respect him, you know? So, anyway. Yeah, well, uh, <laughs> I don't think Francesca would be doing it anyway the way I get on him. <laughs> no, no. Before, well, we got to build that. Don't expect that, in the, don't expect that in the future. No, no, no. Uh, so, dude, twenty minutes in. Let's let's talk. Let's cover the Jets a little. Uh, this is you know the the toilet bowl, whatever you want to call it. The uh, you know the the I don't care bowl. Um, you know, give me your own name. I, I really could care less. But um, uh, to me, it's a Shermer Survivor game. It could be the Shermer Gay Survivor Bowl. Uh, I I still think Gase is probably gone either way. Uh, but yeah, it could no, be the no. you know, yeah. That's going to be very interesting if they're going to give up on him after one year and. He brought in their GM, right? Like, that's what the weird thing is. <laughs> Basically, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know if you can... Get, he, when you bring in your own boss, how do you get fired? <laughs> so. Well, the boss is the owner. You yeah, know that. I so. guess. But I don't, I don't know about Case yet over there. He might... You know, they've had a ton of injuries. Unless something really goes explodes. But I don't know. We'll see. Uh, I don't, but uh, to me, I, I've talked about this weeks ago, Jerry. I talked about this weeks ago. Um, if for some re- And then the Jets are totally devastated with injuries, man. And so are we a little bit, um, Jerry. We're not. We're nothing compared to the Jets. Yeah, I know. Um, and it, you know, it's, we're talking about a thirty-second ranked offense. 
We're talking about 32nd ranked third down conversion team. Okay. Mm. Um, if they go out and win like a 20 to 17, I'm telling you, dude, Sherman's not going to survive this at the end of the year. He's not going to survive it. He'll last the whole year, though, won't he? Yeah, he didn't lose a locker room. Listen, the only way you get it in the middle of the year is if there's a, an implosion from the locker room, like the, what happened with McAdoo, you know? <laughs> um, that you're not going to see with Sherman. The, to Sherman's credit, the, these guys are still playing hard, and the locker room is pretty tight. Yeah. And that's a, and that's a credit to Pat Sherman. Yeah. You know? Do you want to talk about this game, like what, what to look for? Or we, we just want to get to Twitter questions? Well, I mean, it's so depressing. <laughs> Well, yeah, listen, yeah, no, yeah, listen, um, we go, uh, the Giants should win this game, Jerry, right? I mean, yeah, they the Jets just a devastated on defense, although they're sixth against the run, though. So you, yeah. I know a lot of people think, you know, Balky might get 200 yards, and he might, but uh, but it's not an easy team to run on, even with all their injuries, you know? Yeah, by the way, how about Barkley's dad wearing a Jets jersey to the game? You already said it. Yeah, he's a diehard Jets fan, yeah. Wow. you. Would you do that to your kid? Like if he became a Yankee, would you? Probably win? not. All right, I would. I even, I, even if my kids played for the Eagles, I'd have to think about it at least. <laughs> yeah, no. If my son played for the Eagles, I'd probably have to throw the Eagle jersey on. Yeah. I don't know if I. Uh, I maybe. Uh, I don't know. I, you know what? I got to think about. That's a good question for the next podcast. Um, but yeah, I mean, this game. It's like this is the. I have. I have no. I'm never. I never root against the Giants, but. I don't care who wins. I really don't. And maybe Why? it'll change. Maybe it'll change a kickoff. I just Why? Think, because it's a better. It's a better draft pick. I don't. Oh my god. I don't think we're. Are gonna, we at that stage already? Uh, yeah, two and seven. Yes. Um, I don't think they're ever going to win with Pat Shermer. So I don't know, man. I, I'm sorry. I, I as a fan, I'm not going to root for the Jets. I can't do that. But I am going to just not care if the Jets score. I'm not going to get too mad. I may laugh a little. Uh, but you know, laugh like the Joker, like a like a hysterical laugh, like I'm going into psychosis. But I'm not going to be upset about it. Why would I? <laughs> when you see Janoris Jenkins' effort, why the hell am I going to get upset? I mean, seriously, like if the Giants lose, they move up in the draft. Shermer's probably gone. Y- y- you turn the page again, and we just become that revolving door. But it's probably better if we actually lose, isn't it? I'm sorry. I know you're mad. No, I'm not going with punch that. Punch me button. in the face. I know. I'm not going with that. Yeah, that's especially against the Jets. Oh, there you go. So right. what are you saying now? In a couple of weeks when they play the Eagles, you, you want them to lose to the Eagles? No. All right, that's what I'm saying. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> no, I, but I don't want them to lose. I'm just saying I, I'm I'm a little – I don't care right now. We're 2-7, and seven, not making the playoffs, not showing I understand. I, I understand what you're saying, but I always have the mentality, let's win the next game game, you know. Um, but am I – listen, Jerry, am I going to be de- devastated if they lose? Of course not. The season's right. over, right. you know. Right. I mean, even even Monday night I was I was on fire. Because of how the game started, I just thought you just you're you're an idiot. You're a buffoon until you're officially eliminated, and I'm a buffoon every year. I think all of us are. And it, you know, if they go three and six, you're like, yeah, three and six. Then we got the Jets. Then the bye. We could do oh, this. You know, get off the crack. No, but just but you but you start thinking about it, and you say, well, can we at least be respectable? Can we can we take some momentum into next year? And then after that Monday night thing, hmm. uh, you know, with the cat and the, the disaster. Uh, you see, Jerry, I really wasn't upset about Monday night because I knew the Cowboys were going to beat us. I know it was a game and all that, but yeah. see, now this game, though, Jerry, like there's no way the Jets should beat us, you know? Yeah. So this game will piss me off if they lose to the Jets. Yeah, plus, uh, well, plus because you, you really hate the Jets. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
And like the Eagles, the Eagles are so much better than the Giants. So I mean, you'd be yeah. like, "Oh, could we please beat the Eagles once?" But when they lose to them again, we'll be like, "All right, whatever." You know, oh, <laughs> you yeah. expect that. You expect to lose to Dallas. It's at that point now, right? Death taxes and and losing to the Eagles twice right, right now. Yeah. And, and guess what? We haven't beat the Eagles in three years. Oh, excuse me. Uh, the Eagles we haven't beaten in thirty years, I think. But the Cowboys we haven't oh. beaten in three years. Oh, God. Right? Yep. So it's at that's at the point. But now the Jets, it's like. Uh, we're not gonna lose this game, are we, fellas? I mean, especially all their injuries. Are you kidding me? You know, so I know all they're going through. You know, yeah. But I, it scares me because Brian Costello, who covers the Jets for the New York Post, mm-hmm. he's pretty accurate. Every game he predicts, yeah, <laughs> he predicted that Cowboy upset for the Jets, right? I yeah. thought he was crazy then. I was like, wow, that's pretty good. He thinks the Jets are gonna win this week. So, oh my god. Yeah, right. I mean, it's 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 a three point spread. I mean, the Giants are so bad. That we 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 can't say things like we should beat this team, because I don't I don't know if we're we're at that level at all. Like if I guess if we played a college, we'd say we should beat this team. But it, hmm. you know Miami maybe Washington yes Jets uh, uh, flip a coin they both stink. I don't know. Yeah yeah so well the Jets you know their offensive line is shambles. Um, I I I I get a strange feeling Lynn Williams is gonna get a couple of sacks this game. It'd be nice. Um, the Giants should control a line of scrimmage, man. Yeah. On this offensive, if they can't control a line of scrimmage on these guys, oh my god, yeah. you know, yeah. Uh, and the Jets defensively, you know, Greg Williams is going to attack Daniel Jones. You know that he's going to come after him with blitzes. They have no corners. Will we, how many shotguns will we have where we have nobody in the backfield to protect Jones? Uh, you know, it's just we'll see, man. They're going to come after Jones hard, uh, you know, and look for Golden Tate to have a big game, but who knows? You know, no Ingram, no Shep. So we're hurting too, bud. No, jal- no jalapeno and no uh, remmers either. We're gonna see uh, how. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna see remmers. how Pulley and, and what Slade, right? No, Nick Gates, Gates is gonna I'm play sorry. right Gates, tackle. Gates, Gates. Um, and Pulley's just like basically like jalapeno. You know, not much difference there. So, uh, it's not gonna be very very much fun, bud. So we'll see what happens, man. All right, dude. Uh, like I said, a hundred and nine responses. <laughs> I, I do want to get to a lot of these because a lot of them are good. A lot of them are different. They're not like the same. Like yeah, a couple of weeks ago, it was are we going to trade Janoris Jenkins about forty times? And, and you know, some of you guys got creative this time, so we'll go through these. We'll, we'll rifle through as many as we can, and I'll try to get to the real creative ones. Again, I will be faithful to those who uh, write in or, or uh, who tweet every week, and as well as the new people as well. So there we go. Start with somebody from the buffoon crew, Tom at TomLap66. What are your thoughts on the changes of the O-line? This losing sucks. Go Giants. Hashtag buffoon crew. So do you think they're gonna, is there going to be any difference with Pulley and, and Gates in a positive or negative way? Oh, I think if anything, it would be negative. We don't know what Nick, Gate, Nick Gates is going to do out there. Yeah. You know? Uh, Spencer, he'll play basically like Halapilis. And Spencer played a lot when Halapilis played the whole season, basically. And he was all right last year. There was nothing really good about him. Yeah. So, yeah. um and Gates is an unknown, right? Yeah, so, so we'll Gates, Gates can actually could be, be a worse. negative, or Gates, could be a positive. Gates, Gates can be worse than Remmers. Unbelievable. All right. In all fair, you know what, Jerry? In all fairness to Mike Remmers now, um, obviously his back's been bothering him. Yep. Okay. Yeah, he came in here with that injury. And he came in. He played pretty good the first five, six games. Yep. He hasn't been as good the last few games. He goes out with the back this week, makes you believe that he's been playing hurt. Yep. So, um, not to make excuses, but you can see maybe why his play has dropped. Now, see, Chris, you're the level-headed person who needs to answer these questions sometimes. That's a very level-headed, calm response. Nice job by you. Seriously. Well, thank you. Big Blue VCR at Big Blue VCR. 
Do you see the Jenkins situation playing out similar to Vernon in that teams lowballed the Giants at the deadline, so they held on to him and traded him in the offseason? Nah, nobody's going to trade for him now nah, when the Giants can cut him. Yeah. They know the Giants have to cut him because they can save so much money in doing so. Uh, but I do think they lowballed him. I think the highest offer they probably got was a sixth or seventh. That's my guess. There's yeah, a- I don't know. How, I don't know how. <clears throat> I don't know how Gettleman pulled off the Vernon thing, especially since they're going to release him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I don't expect to see that magic twice. Well, the Browns season. only one of the franchises that you don't want to be instead of us. That's the one who traded for him. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Nyr ninety three ninety four. Oh, nice job, buddy. I know who you are. Ninety three ninety four Rangers. That's the last time we had any success. At Derigi Mike. What does an OC? Here's a great question, Chris. What does an OC do if they are not calling plays? Yeah, like is this? It's not Mike Shula's offense, is it? What does he do? Uh, he just comes up with a game plan with Sherman during a week. Uh, he 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 sees some things on the field that suggest to Sherman during the game. That's what he does. <laughs> there it is. All right. Sound New York at G Man Fan. Why is this team constantly running out of the shotgun? Is it because Jones is not that comfortable under center? Yep. <laughs> Feel like I'm out of the shotgun more. Very astute question, Sal. Right yep. to the point, buddy. I think you knew the answer. Yep. Um, he's not, you know, he's only he's not on the center very much, man. There's a good one. I think it's affecting Saquon Barkley a little bit too. But go ahead. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think you're right. Yep. I think uh the constant little, you know, little uh instead of uh, I thought Saquon was more effective last year when Eli was on the center in a run game than he is out of the shot out of the shotgun in a run game, Jerry. Yep. I could be wrong, but that's what I see. Yeah, you know? I, think, I think you're right. Uh here's your boy, Chris. Rich at Paisano twenty one. What's a more pressing need for an impact player on this team right now? Offensive tackle or inside linebacker? So if you're dra- hashtag buffoon crew, hashtag better days maybe ahead. So if you're um drafting in the first round and all mm-hmm. things being equal, inside linebacker and mm-hmm. offensive tackler there, who are you taking? You can't win. Listen, there's three positions in this game. You need a quarterback, you need an offensive tackle, and you need a cornerback. Cornerbacks, right? Yep. I so it would be tackle. Yep, I think you're right. Yes. The real Frank the Tank. Hey, guys, I hope Jerry's caught his breath from the last show. I was concerned about him blowing a gasket. I guess- Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. The frustration. My question is, do you believe logistically it makes sense to make a change even at the end of the season with, from Pat Shermer? Uh, I'll answer. Yeah, you go. Yes. They're not going to win with him. Yes. I know Chris may answer differently, but that's my opinion. Sorry. Sorry, Frank the Tank. 
Yeah, no, Frank the Tank doesn't want any changes. He thinks two years is not enough, which is fair. That's, That's fine, fair. yeah. And we're trying um, not to be negative, Frank. We're just I got to be honest with you, Frank. I got to be honest with you, Frank. Ask that question in a few more weeks because if they lose to the Jets, my answer is going to be yes. Yeah. And my answer is kind of leaning towards yes to begin with. <laughs> yeah, right. But I want to see how these last seven games play out. But if they lose this week to this depleted Jet team who's – I mean, the Giants are like heaven compared to what's going on over in Florham Park, you know? So – um yeah, I think uh, X in a few weeks, Frank. Come back at us with, uh, a couple weeks with that one. Texas Wine Lover at TX Wine Lover. Watching Lamar Jackson play and the rave reviews, do you think the Giants were right in getting more of a pocket passer like Jones, or should they go on with a more mobile quarterback like Jackson? Jackson, hashtag buffoon crew. I got a couple of uh, things to say on this one. Can I go first? Sure could. You're the boss. I, no, I'm not. I love Lamar Jackson, but his play does scare me if I'm a fan, right? If I'm a Ravens fan... Yeah. I'm thinking RG3. He's a better passer than RG3, and I think it's hysterical that people said he should be a wide receiver because he's obviously a good quarterback. But his style of play scares the living crap out of me. And if I'm a fan of that team, I'm just holding my breath every time he takes off. I think you have a four- to five-year window with someone like that if he's going to continue to play like that. The other thing I wanted to say about Jackson, and this is depressing uh, somewhat, uh, this was a rumor I heard last year, and I, I don't know if you heard this, Chris, but I, I'm pretty sure it's a, one of the more valid ones that we've heard over the last year that the Giants were ready to trade up with the Cleveland Browns uh, mm-hmm. with the first pick in the second round and end up being Will Hernandez. Yeah. The Philadelphia Eagles knew this with the 32nd pick and traded out with the Baltimore Ravens, knowing that the Giants were going to take mm-hmm. Lamar Jackson. <laughs> yeah, I did hear that. Yep. Yeah, and I think it's true. Yep, I did I mean, you got Will that. Hernandez, who I like, but Lamar yeah. Jackson and Saquon? Who? Good yeah, way. but like you said, Jerry, first of all, we do have a mobile quarterback now. Right, right. Uh, second of all, yeah, Jackson's having some success, but how long is he going to be playing right. <laughs> with the way he's playing? Right. And, I mean, they have three, four, five structured runs for him every game. Yep. I mean, that's nice, but, you know, even that game Sunday night against New England, man, he was taking some hits. Yeah. Uh, how long is he going to last with that, you know? Uh, I, I couldn't agree more. So, uh, listen, I, I like the kid. He is Man, like Bill Belichick said, he's just a pain in a you-know-what to defend. Yeah. But how long does he last, yep. you know? I mean, they're electrifying right now. The Ravens are really tough to defend offensively. But as a Raven fan, like you said, Jerry, I'd be concerned about how long my, my quarterback's going to last. Yeah, you know, there's a difference between mobile and running quarterback, and he's a running quarterback. And you want a mobile quarterback because you don't want, you want the anti – I'm sorry to say, Lisa, you want the anti-Eli guy with cement feet. You want someone wow. who can get out of the pocket and roll out. We have that with Jones – I don't necessarily – I never wanted a running quarterback because I just think their shelf life is so small. Uh, Michael Vick's the only one who really lasted a long time. Uh, maybe Steve Young, you can call him a running quarterback too. But yeah, 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 yeah. Young could throw. Yeah, pure running quarterback, Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Scares you, so. Jay, can I ask you something? Yes. Is there – are we ever going to have an episode where you don't take a uh, shot at Lisa? I knew, a shot at Lisa? I love Lisa. It's like a little shot at Eli. I'm sorry. Well, that means you're taking a shot at least. Well, I was trying to talk, think about it. I tell you, man. A, immobile quarterbacks like Phil Sims. then. Does that feel, make you feel better? Don't make me feel better. You're taking a shot at poor Lisa every episode. Nah, never. We love Lisa. We always answer her questions. That's, that's, see, that's that neighborhood thing you have with her, that Brooklyn thing. You guys are tight. Oh, I'm just saying yeah, that you a take bit. a shot at the poor girl every episode. Your 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 jersey in address only, Chris. You're always Brooklyn. And oh Stanford, yeah, right? that that without question. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Except uh, your hockey team. All right, Joey Z at Molten <laughs> oh, Center God. 81. This is a good question. 
You'll like this one. This is for you. What restaurant is Chris going to choose because there is no way Jerry is winning the bet of their game, the, the bet of their game picks? Oh, God. Uh, yeah, I owe Chris dinner. Uh, we'll get to that yeah. soon. I'm 13 down on the season. I got my balls kicked in last week. 13 it is now? Yeah, Chris. It went from 9 to 13. Oh, I didn't even know that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I know was, you told me you caught a beat in this week, yeah, but I didn't I, it, it was, was like game. every game I, I... So what I do is I re-listen to the podcast and I see which ones I lost. And I swear to you, when I'm watching the games on Sunday, I'm like, oh, I got this yeah, All right, right. Jerry, <laughs> enough with that excuse now. You said that last week. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I can't you're even... swearing this, swearing that, bullying this. Okay, yeah. you sound like Sherman now, making excuses. Yeah. A little bit, a little bit. Brian Porras at Porus one Given the continued quarterback protection issues, shouldn't they try to roll Daniel <laughs> Jones out more? Yes. We talked about this. <laughs> yes, yeah, sorry. We'd like to see some more boots out of him, no doubt. <laughs> yes. Uh, Frank Seattle, your boy at Frank Seattle. I believe Shermer will get another year if there are no clear indications that he's lost the team. It's a good assessment. We'll see. Assuming, assessment. assuming that is true, I know patience is running short. How does he reestablish confidence in you guys and the fan base generally? Hashtag buffoon crew, hashtag not a relative. That is one hell of a question, Frank. You may... Frank, if we were doing a, a question of the week, you may get it, buddy. Hmm. So what can he do to you for you, Chris, to have you instill uh, some confidence? Win football games. <laughs> I got one. Give up. Stop the, the challenges. Give up <laughs> the play calling. Uh, I, that'll be actually a little bit low on my list. Oh. It'll be like game management. Win football games. That would do it. For me, it's one. It's Which number, one? Give up play calling. He stinks at it. Because it's all game long where, where, where it's an issue. Like, the challenges are bad. They happen a couple times during the game. And he does it every game. The, the clock management's bad. The play calling to me, it's like, dude, give up. I at least want, show me that Mike Shula stinks at it too. Then I'll say, okay, take it back. Just, like, eliminate the reasons why you shouldn't get fired or should get fired. Like, if you give up the play calling and Shula stinks at it, he can say, see, look, it's kind of like the move from Eli. Sorry, Lisa. To, to Jones. Oh. No, but it's true. Like, because he went to Jones, it's like, I couldn't run my offense before, so I have to make this change. He can do it with play calling. Up, oh, well, I'll give it to Shula. Up, oh, look, he stinks. I'll take it back now. So I just think he, if he changes this stuff, he'll buy himself some time. Isn't it amazing how he can't get Saquon in space? Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, <laughs> you, you, Chris, you sit there and talk about all the well, exotic week things. I talk about it. You talk yeah. about the exotic things you see in training camp. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Going back to August. Right. Yeah. Then we, yeah. we see runs up the middle. Oh, that's creative. Cool. You figure he'd try to get him isolated on a linebacker about five times a game, right? Out yeah, of the backfield? Yes. He's like Bill Arnsbarger. You're right you lucky you see it once. Look, you know. I suggest you look at the offensive game plan of North Turner and watch what he does with McCaffrey and learn from that. Oh, God. All right, we go. Good question. Old school Giants. Hmm. Well, that's his name. Chris, have you ever had a player or coach get angry or confront you about something you said about them on the podcast or in an article? No. Right. Uh, I've had a few, um, not stares, but kind of like you could tell they weren't crazy about my questions. There you go. Good. Now you're doing your job. Nice job, buddy. John Ialegio at Not John 44. Question for you both. JF first, then Chris. Reaction if this game ends in a tie. I will happily hang up and listen to an epic rant. Should we be concerned for JF's health slash mental slash physical ability? Hashtag buffoon crew. If the game ends in a tie, I would laugh. I, I just I'd oh, laugh man. hysterically and suck my thumb and sit in a corner. I don't know. That would be so sad. 
It would just be, be the laughing stock of the league. Yeah, I, I think a tie. I'd rather lose than tie. I'll say that a tie's just uh, disgusting. I agree with you. I think I'd rather lose than a tie too. A, <laughs> a tie would be so embarrassing, man. It really would. Oh wow! What? <laughs> this is good. Chris would have to answer it, but Dan Houseman, another good one. Why is the only person Shermer seems willing to call out is the hapless boom microphone guy? <laughs> What, what was that, Jerry? Sorry. Why is the only person Shermer seems willing to call out is the hapless boom microphone guy, the guy that Daniel Jones ran into on the sidelines, and he said, well, he should be in better shape. <laughs> I don't know, man. Oh, I don't know. So that was pretty funny, though, when Shermer said that. Uh, here we go. Oh, man. All right, yeah, you answer from your neighborhood. Lisa at So Bad Sex, Chris. Oh, poor Lisa. Yeah. What do you think the odds are Shermer gives up the play calling and if he does, does that buy him another year? Funny, Lisa, you should ask. Go ahead, Chris. I'll let you take this. I don't one. think he's giving up the play calling, Lisa. So no, the really odds don't. are like what? Unless he gets an order from up top, he's not giving up. Oh, zero percent. For him, if it's his decision, Lisa, zero percent. <laughs> yeah. John F., to answer your question, we want to see wins. Sorry, buddy. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Anthony Pizzarello. Do the Belichick yeah, all, all my all my cousins I know, are coming dude, out? All your relatives are coming out. I'm scared. Do that Belichick to the Giants rumors heat up again? Well, if we have anything to do about it, yes. If okay. Shermer is out, Chris and I will drive up to Boston and try to piss off everybody at Barstool Sports and we will talk about it over and over again. Yes. Yeah, sure, why not? Right? I I, I tell you what I'll do. Okay. If Pat Shermer gets Released, fired at the end of the year. Okay? Mm-hmm. Jerry, you there? Yes, yes. I thought I lost you. So I'm so uh, excited. I'm, I'm like jumping out of my seat right now. If he's fired at the end of the year. Yes. And things go sour for some reason up in New England with Belichick. I said he wouldn't know the Super Bowl and Belichick and Brady f- have a fist fight and after the year, whatever the hell it might be. And Belichick says, I'm done here. I will be all over, call Banks every day, asking Banks to call Belichick because yeah. they're very tight, those two, you know? Yeah, yeah. I would be I would be calling call every day, asking him to call Belichick to get him down here. <laughs> That's the most I could do, folks, right there. Here's That's hy- the most hy- I could. Hypothetical question for you, Chris. <laughs> say say this happens, and Belichick says, well, says to John Mayer, John, I'll take the job, but I want total control. What is Bill, it where do we sign up? <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. I, I mean, you and I would say yes, but I just didn't know if John Mara would. I imagine he would. Oh, I don't know what John Mara. I'm no, just, that's what I'm saying. Asking me. No, no, no. Yeah. What would John Mara do? I would hope he would say, Bill, how do you spell your last name again? <laughs> is it chick or check? <laughs> is it check or chick or check or check? You know, okay. All right. Done. Here's a, here's a good one. It's a little long, but I like it. GPA 15 at GI Fan 1156. He gives us the trades in Giants history. He traded for Robustelli, Del Schaffner. He's bringing up names for my father. Y.A. Tittle, Fran Tarkenton, Ron Johnson, the Eli trade. What do you think was the best Giants trade ever? His is the Y.A. Tittle one because of three conference championships. Uh, what do you think? Uh, I got to go with Eli. Yeah, right, because of the Super Bowls. Yeah, I got to go See with that, Eli. Lisa? Two. Two Super Bowls, baby. Yes. But you told me before Y.A. Tittle. No, off the air. never. Never. He didn't win the big one. Should have won it. Should have won it. I'm only kidding. For for you older fans who are listening, if there are any, I know this much. They should have won it in '63, but they kept throwing the ball. They would have. They should have beat the crap out of the Bears in that game. 
He threw five interceptions. I think they lost like 14 to 10 or something ridiculous. It's uh, another championship we should have had. Old school Giants at Giants underscore old. How about 88 losing to the Jets? Oh, that's terrible. Oh, and by the way, Beningo wears a Toon jersey when he yeah, watches no. Giants. Come that's on. All he has. That's yeah, all I'm going to put on my Victor Cruz jersey. All right, Joe? Give me a break. Jerry, give, give him a little some slack. That's all That's all he has. Yeah. Beningo's been suffering for 50 years. Correct me if I'm wrong. Wasn't Mark Collins hurt? I mean, he beat Tom Flynn on the play. Tom Flynn was a good special team. He wasn't a good cornerback. Come on, Beningo. That, that, that loss still sticks in Banks' as a crow, man. Sure. <laughs> they they would have won the division. Yep. Ugh. The Giants lose and Darnold lights up the defense. Could Betcher be launched? <laughs> Hashtag buffoon crew. I, I think so. Uh, what do you mean, now? If yes, game? now. Uh, I don't think so, but I think Betcher's... I think he's on thin ice uh, at the end of the year. I do. And it's not all in, though, Jerry, but I think he might have a hard time coming back. If Sherman stays... That might be one of the changes, Jerry, right there. Yeah. Ab, oh, buddy, I'm sorry. Abhijit Patel. I screw his name up every friggin' time. At the Patel USA. We ran the ball 37% last season, this year 33. Nice analytics. Yeah. Is this due to Barkley's injury? Or do you think we need another solid running back number two to divide the carries? Hashtag buffoon crew. Or do you think it's the offensive line? Uh, it depends on circumstances of the game. I, you got to go back to see when they were, if they were losing a lot. You know, they do have a pretty decent number two. They just don't use him anymore. Yeah. <laughs> and Goldman, they just—it seems like they give it totally given up on Goldman. Yeah. Right. Ever since Saquon's back, that's it. Goldman's done. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they use him for some pass protection. You know, they get maybe he'll get a series. You know, all that. It seems like Sherman's so afraid of the media asking, "Why didn't you use Barkley ball?" Yeah. You know. Yep. Yeah. Um. Yeah, no, it depends on – every game's different, man. I know it's a little bit less this year, but you got to go back. What they lose, they've been losing a lot, right? Yeah. They've been behind in games, man. Um, So. Patty F. at Scorpio1968. Jerry, how many TV remotes have you broken watching the Giants? I'm on number two for the season. I asked that question because, Chris, I was going to ask you, have you ever have any – what's the worst thing you ever did – while watching the Giants, or you know what, you throw in their socks, the Devils, any sporting event. Do you ever like do anything stupid where you're like, I can't believe I did that? Uh yeah i I put a dent in a brand new refrigerator. Yes, um, when my, with, with my fist on a giant game. Yes, which game? When and what, how? Um, <laughs> what year? What would it be in 2019? I love that question, Patty. Good job. It was. It was. What tough loss did we have in 2013? There was something, one of the tough losses that kind of eliminated from the playoffs, Jerry. Well, 2012, you better, well, 2012 you, we lost to the Bengals badly. We lost to uh, the the Steelers after Hurricane Sandy, I think it was. 2010, did we make the playoffs in 2010? Oh, no, 2010 we lost to the Packers and we lost to the Eagles at the end of that season. That's it. The was Deshaun, that the one we got eliminated the last few weeks? The Deshaun Jackson game or the Packers game? No, no, no. See, I was at the Deshaun Jackson game, so it oh, couldn't it have been that. Pa- it was about to be the Packer game. It was what, what was our record in 2010? Quickly, uh, we were 10, 10, we were ten and six. So that we, was we, it. We were nine and four going into the Eagle game, and then we well, played the Packers it, after. Whatever game that was, the one that kind of sunk us, the one we didn't Packers, make the playoffs. Packers. Okay, that one. I play late in the game. Yeah, and I, I I lost it. We just got a refrigerator. I, I approximately 15 minutes before the game. You know, I'm only, I'm joking. You know, but we, it was a brand new refrigerator. And I put a dent in it with my fist, and I thought I was going to be heading to divorce court the next day. <laughs> That's all. I'll give you mine. That's pretty good. My man. wife looked at me like, 
you are a total and complete <laughs> a-hole. That's awesome. And she kind of had a look in her eye like, if I could, if there was a divorce court lawyer and a judge <laughs> in front of me right now, we would be done. That's so great. So the next three hours after the giant game, after I calmed down, I was like, oh, sorry, sorry, I'm sorry. You know, won't happen again. So my, mine was, I remember, I'm, I'm, I'm fairly certain it was 1991. It was Monday Night Eagles. I'm in my room at this point watching the game because the Giants, I think they lost 30-7, to 7, I think. And, I'm, and I swear, guys, I'm not looking this up. I think it's 30-7. to 7. I think Hostetler actually hit a – I forget who he hit for one touchdown that game. Anyway, it might have been Odessa Turner or somebody if he was still on the team. Anyway, um, we got smoked, and something happened at the end of that game, and I didn't see my dad walking up the stairs to, like, say goodnight. <laughs> And I spit on my TV and I came, walked in just as I was doing it. <laughs> he looked at me like, what the hell did I raise? I mean, as mad as he's ever gotten in the 70s and 80s, early 80s, well, 70s, 60s. I, you know, he's never, he's a grown up. He's never done that. And I launched one right at the TV and he just looked at me and I was just quietly got the, went downstairs and got the Windex. <laughs> That's great. It's one of those ones you're still like... Oh, I'm so embarrassed. We never spoke about it because he yeah. I would never. But he must have looked at me like, what the hell is wrong with you, kid? Yeah, <laughs> Look yeah. at me now, though, baby. We got a podcast. Here we go. Anyway, funny stuff. Funny times. Good stuff. Yeah. Great yeah. question, Patty. Thank you. Uh, play calling. Nope. Can't do that. Uh, Chris, too early to talk free agency and draft, right? Yep. Sorry. Uh, for me, it is anyway. Yeah, me too. Sorry, Bruce Walton. Here we go. Sean Tomlinson. Is it me, or is Twitter making Giant fans angrier? I know we've been terrible the last several years, but we seem to be fighting each other for the slightest disagreement. Curious to hear your thoughts. The good thing about Twitter is it brings people like together, and it's fun. This is awesome what we do. And, you, and then you, you know you get to know guys like William Fox and his son Dalton, who we've like you said, Chris, we've kind of oh, adopted him yeah. as like the yep, you know our, yep. our Giant Insider kid, um, yep. and that's awesome. But then there's other things where you just, you know, the, 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 the Twitter thugs who sit in mom's basement and tweet at you so tough. Um, and then just people with disagreements, it just get, it rises up. Yeah, it's, I, the, I think it's the, it's the losing over the last seven years that's done it. And the fact that you can quickly put your thoughts out on Twitter and everybody goes crazy. So it's just, a, mm. it, it is what it is. Yeah, listen, there's a lot of angry people. A lot of the fan base is angry. Jerry, I can't blame them. No, me neither. Can't blame them, man. There's a lot of angry people out there. You know? Listen, Jerry. You know, people invest their time in this team. And money. And I was just going to get to that. And Sorry. if you're not a season ticket, I'm just talking about the guys that are on the season ticket holders. Yeah, right. If you're a season ticket holders between the PSLs, right, uh, the season tickets, you know, you go to every game. It's like your whole Sunday's done when you go to a Sunday, eight Sundays a year. Your whole Sunday's taken up, right? Yep. Um, you know, your money for food, you know, all that stuff. You know, listen. Nobody's no, nobody. Not everybody's Bill Gates. I don't care. Spend. Let me. So let me throw twenty thousand on PS. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. These people are spending their money, man, and they see this product and they see what's going on and they're pissed, Jerry. Yep. They're pissed. You yep. can't blame people, man. Here's a great one from John Awesome. Man, you guys really brought it tonight. Maybe it's because it's the Jets or Friday night, but there's some really good questions. John Osler at John Os 21. Is there a jet you liked or always wished played for the Giants? Hashtag buffoon crew. Oh, uh, yeah, Joe Klecko. Yeah. Um, yeah. I always wish he was a giant. He was he was he should have been a giant. He had that giant mentality. 
Um, anybody else that that was a Jet wish? I wish a Jet play for. Yeah, I guess Klecko, uh No, it's gonna be painful, but at the time, you know who I wish did because of uh, the... I know, watch this. I know you're gonna gas it out. No, no. Oh, okay, who? Altoon. Oh, Altoon, yeah. yeah. Because okay. of because yeah. of what the Giants needed at that time, it would have been Yeah, yeah you're right. right. Yeah, yeah. Dynamic yeah, receiver. I like Wesley Walker too. Yep. Hard to dislike yep. Wesley Walker. So uh let's see. A couple more, then we'll get to our picks. Uh, Freddie Blassie, why have they not IR'd Shepard yet? I think that's coming. I think they're trying to hold out hope. But I no, hold off on that, man. Yeah. Was practicing. He was practicing today, running around. Really? Yes, sir. Mario, so. Mario Zuba asks, what are your midseason grades for all the giant position groups? I will write a column on that probably when we get off this podcast. So that's going to be my column this week. Uh, McConkie's Tal. Chris, have you ever had to drive over to Jerry's house and save him from a smoke-filled garage? He takes this stuff hard. <laughs> uh, no. No. Um, the most I do with Jerry is that at one time, Jerry never ran anything by me before he was going to destroy somebody and put it on Twitter. Now he kind of runs it by me. <laughs> yeah, you're right. That's right. <laughs> that's the most thing with saving Jerry. But no, there's no there's no um end of like the Star is Born scene where he's hanging in a garage yet <laughs> i don't know if you saw the star the star, no but star i guess i know born. the ending now <laughs> now you know the ending but sorry i'm not watching a bradley cooper movie anymore anyway after uh, he's such a big eagle fan he's annoying oh, uh, you know come on get a life come on dude why because he's an eagles fan he's just annoying oh no. yeah i know i hate everybody i know there's another question somebody asked me does jerry hate canadians i forget i saw it before Canadian? no i don't yeah he's because i you know he say i hate everything so this guy just says oh does jerry hate canadians too oh oh uh, Tim M, what are the chances next year the Giants draft a sufficiently talented player that Jerry would consider naming another dog after him? Well, if we had another dog, he's going to be named after a Giant. Uh, good question. Let me see. A couple more, then we'll, uh, we'll move on to our the uh, the Grim Reaper segment for me of our program. <laughs> the, the weekly picks where I get my ass kicked every week. Uh, here we go. Uh, no, that's a draft question. Let's see. Sorry, man. We'll just do a couple more. Uh, all right, here we go. Marcial at Evnandez. If this team isn't at least 500 next season, will the GM be on the hot seat? Thanks. I'll hang up and listen. Hashtag yes, before. Yes, he will. Yeah, right? You know, Jones is going to have to be phenomenal next year, man, for him not to be on a hot seat. <laughs> here it is. Scott Hubley. Does Jerry hate Canadians? What are the chances of us logically – also, yes. What are the chances of us logically returning to a four – Four three team next season, Scott St. John's Newfoundland. I guess he's, that's where he is. Uh, no, I don't hate Canadians, and like we've always said, uh, Chris, I'm sorry, Chris always says it's kind of a hybrid three four four three now, right? Yeah, and it, you know if Betch is back, you're going to see more of the same. If he's not, then we'll see what the new guy brings in. Yeah. <laughs> Magic Johnson asks. I don't Magic know. Johnson? I don't know if it's the real guy. When is enough enough? <laughs> Dude, these are awesome. I could read these all night. <laughs> this is so great. All right, two more, I promise. Uh, no, that's funny fuzz. Blah, blah, fire Sharmer. Blah, blah, Jenkins. No, no, no. All right. Uh, let's see. Sorry. There we go. Oh, this is great. 12-bit wizard at bit underscore 12. Can you grade our rookies using the scale tomato to Camacho? As an Hector Macho Camacho. 
I don't even get that question. Well, I, I mean, guess I Camacho being ten. Away, but... I guess Camacho being ten. Oh, how would we grade 10? our? How would we grade? Dude, <laughs> I was creative. That question. Twelve bit wizard. If you want to give us a scale of what each number represents, one to ten, one to ten, for the podcast a week from now, I'll do that for. We'll do that for the rookies. All right, last one. JC Silva at JC Sada Silva is Zimenez another Odigi Zua. No, I think he's going to be better than that. Yeah, right? That Odugizu one never really had his heart in it, please. It garbage. No, I think X-Man is going to be a pretty solid player, man. All right, you know what? This is a good one. I'll go one more. Tim Bacon at Tim D. Bacon. Hey, guys, do you expect there to be any statements or interviews from ownership slash Dave Gettleman during the bye week? Then the next question is, what's one question you would love to ask? Um... I haven't heard anything about Gettleman speaking. Not a thing. Or, uh, or, or an ownership, no, obviously. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, not, not Mara, no. But I haven't heard anything about um, Gettleman. Uh, from what, as a matter of fact, what I've heard, he's not going to be speaking to the end of the year. What's the one question you would ask? This, uh, I guess it would be like, how much of a surprise did this season turn out for you? Where, where has it gone wrong, Dave? Yeah, uh, I'd be like, John, uh, as you heard, Chris... Oh, Mara, you talking about? No, well, you're the one. So what would you ask Dave and what would you ask John Mara? Yeah, that's what I would ask Gettleman. I don't yeah. know about Mara. I, I got mine for Mara. I'd say, John, yeah. I don't know if you listen to our podcast, but Chris, <laughs> Chris punches refrigerators and I spit on TVs after losses. What do you do to after losses? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, thank you, everybody. Well, he's been known. He's been known to throw some chairs around. Well, in that's, that booth, a, that's, a, that's a gif now. Everybody's got that gif of Mara throwing the yeah. chairs around. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'd like to see him. Like, it'd be funny if he lifted over his head like the Incredible Hulk and launched it. Uh, All right. They lose to the Jets. Gary, you might see that. Might see him launching Pat Shermer. Oh my God, I love <laughs> I love that launch is a thing. All right, pick time. Uh, Fifty-eight minutes in. Sorry, we took longer, man. This is a, this is a fun time tonight. Fun it. it two and seven, one and seven teams, and this is a blast. Um, all right, I am down thirteen games. I mean, it's wow. just a uh, it's just a bloodbath now. We should call this the the Chris Bizignano pick segment. Wow. Uh, all right, buddy. Falcons at Saints. Ugh, I mean, this uh, is, come man, on, we know the awesome. answer to that one. I guess I'll go with the Saints too. No, why don't you go with the Falcons? Make it fifteen. Uh, Whatever. Fourteen. That'll be fourteen. Chiefs at Titans. Chiefs. I think Mahomes is playing Sunday. Yeah, he is. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Chiefs too. You sure? No. Tennessee's home. Uh, shut up. Another one o'clock game. Ravens at Bengals. <laughs> yeah, Ravens. Yes, I will go with the Ravens as well. Uh, another one o'clock. Bills at Browns. Uh, Cleveland. Oh, nice Bills. Yes, I'm going to come back. Don't. Are you? Just, right. Is that a charity pick? No, no. I have a feeling Cleveland's going to play this uh, well as well. I haven't been crazy the way the Bills have played the last two weeks. I think Cleveland beats them this week, and that line has stayed. Cleveland as favorite. Something's up with that game. I like Cleveland. All right. I'm going Bills. Who are you going with? Bills, baby. Bills. Okay. Good. One o'clock. Cardinals at Bucks. Uh, I'm going to go with the Bucks by a field goal. I'm going with. You go the, with the cards, I'm, man. I'm you know with, you want to go. With I'm going with uh, Kyler Murray. All right. Still one o'clock. Not a bad pick. That team's that team's really playing better. Chris, you don't have to say nice things on my stupid picks, buddy. 
really? No, I, you know me. I, I'm not gonna. You. Oh, stop. I mean, last week when you picked the Giants or the Cowboys, that was idiotic. <laughs> yeah, that was that was buffoonish. And you wonder why you're 13 behind. <laughs> I keep picking the Giants. The Giants alone have me down six. I know, right? Uh, <laughs> that's hilarious. Lions at. I gotta look at that and see which, how many times I pick the Giants. I think it's almost every week. Uh, Lions at Bears. Um, there you go. You can make up a game here. I'm gonna go with the Lions on the road. Yeah, not me too. Oh, okay. I think you're gonna go with the Bears. Oh, why you don't like Trubisky? Oh my god, he's so bad. God, he looks horrific. Get. Dude, Trubisky makes like like Sam Donald look like Dan Marino. <laughs> Dude, they're playing Donald Sunday. Don't 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 give the Giants a kiss at death. He already. might look like Sam Donald. He might look like Dan Marino this Sunday. Uh, <laughs> Dolphins at Colts, four o'clock. Uh, Colts. Yeah, Dolphins yeah. might have won their one game of the year. Not even a question. Uh, 425. Panthers at Packers. The Pack. Uh, yeah, they just lost. That's why. Damn. I'm going to go Packers, too. <laughs> 425. Rams at Steelers. Yeah, do you want to go? Yeah, I'm going Rams because I don't believe in the yeah. Steelers. Yeah, me too. I don't like Mason Rudolph at all. No. I got to be honest with you. I like the Rams. And they traded their first round pick for Minka Fitzpatrick. Yeah, who looks unbelievable. He's saving them. Yeah, did you see the interception he had the other night? Yeah, he's got two. four. He's got four already. So that kid's really been. I don't know how the Whitey Dolphins got rid of him. That was ridiculous. Jersey boy, Chris. Yes, he is. I think Freehold or something. Yeah. yeah he played yeah. at uh, St. Peter's Prep or one of those mm-hmm. up in North Jersey. Uh, Vikings at Cowboys, 820 Sunday night. That's a great one. Cowboys. Kirk Cousins, Vikings, baby. I'm going to skull. Okay. Skull. I don't even believe. I don't believe myself. I should have gone with the Cowboys, but whatever. Monday night, Seahawks at 49ers. At it? What is it like? Five games this week? I don't know. Seahawks at 49ers. Um, 49ers. Wow, you think so? There you go. There's another difference game. I can I'm sense going it in you. Seahawks. They're gonna break the under. You're gonna make up like three games. We have a feeling. At least. At least. Oh, one more. <laughs> Sorry, I almost yeah, forgot. Missing one it's game. So irrelevant. Giants. At Jets at MetLife Stadium. Yeah, the floor's all yours, bud. I have to go with the Giants. I think the Giants are going to win. Yeah, me too. Going with the Giants. I just don't care, but I think they're going to win. What do you mean you don't care? Nah, I've said why. I've said this earlier. I don't care. So. God, this is what I got to deal with. Anything else, pal? Giants, but I like the Giants this week. Yes. Yeah, me too. But it's going to be an interesting podcast. What are, we, what are we doing this again? Monday? Yeah, we have a bye week, but let's still do it. We'll, we'll oh, we got to do the Jet game. Yeah, I mean, but even Thursday before, we'll still come up with stuff to talk about. Who cares? We'll, maybe we'll talk about, like, I don't know, after a game, have you ever driven your car into a cliff? <laughs> like, we, we keep it off a cliff. We've talked about all this other stuff. We'll figure it out. Who cares? We well, talk- definitely, definitely got to do Monday for the Jet game. Yeah, so. we'll do Monday. We'll do Thursday. Too. We'll figure it out. Right? Um, yeah, we'll figure it out. Um. Yeah, no, it's going to be an interesting pod Monday, Jerry, if uh, the Giants lose to the Jets. If the Giants lose to the Jets, there may be a continuation podcast on Thursday. Like, we may not get to everything because we'll be so angry <laughs> on, on, on Monday. All right. <laughs> All right, guys. We print uh, Sunday night. It's almost done. It's um, it's not as bleak as the last Giant Insider. We're, we tried to focus on some positives. Chris has a hell of an interview with O'Shane Zimenez. We're putting O'Shane Zimenez on the cover, which would be cool. Uh, Chris, you should bring that to him and show him. Would he care? I mean, would he care that he's on the cover of the Giant Insider or no? You know what? He's such a good kid. He'd probably be like, oh, this is pretty cool. I know him. He'd be like, this is cool. He's like a big kid. Nice. You know, so. nice. 
Um, so yeah, that'll be ready. And uh, all right, everybody, if you want to order a subscription or a copy of The Giant Insider, go to www.thegiantinsider.com. Uh, if you get a digital subscription, you can get one there as well. Or you can go to magster.com, M-A-G-Z-T-E-R, and download the Giant Insider app. Anything else, pal? Nope. Enjoy the game Sunday, man. Yep. Are you watching it or no? Uh, I'm watching it. I'll be watching well, it right The way in. you're talking, it sounds like you're not even going to watch the game. You might watch like, the Rangers or the afternoon game or something. No, I watch every – I mean, I, I break plans. I, I don't go to christenings. We all talked about this. There's things, family events, they don't even invite us. I watch – the Giants can be 0-15 or 1-14. Right, you talk with so much negativity. You're not even going to watch the game. Not watch. Of course. Of course. All right, guys, remember – Sundays are giant days. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye, everybody. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at betmgm betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in washington dc